0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: The Talk Sport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent a Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more.
2: This is TalkSport Daily.
0: Hello, happy Friday everyone and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me. Andy Goldstein. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, actually, come a little bit closer to the TV if you're listening to your telly or maybe turn the headphones up. I'm not actually here today doing this one. I was here two days ago. I was actually doing this on Wednesday because I've, I've been away now for a day. But all these links coming up, they're all generic. And by that, I mean, I have no idea what's coming up in the podcast. But because I'm such a pro, I'm going to somehow big them up. So it sounds like when the bosses hear these links, they go, oh, yeah, Goldstein was in. Yeah, we can pay him the £3 he gets for it. we get no problem at all right Write the checkout he was in he did the link so if anyone asks these were great and we begin oh what a moment on the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show he was alongside Sam Allardyce. I'm not going to spoil what's coming up but oh my goodness you'll enjoy this one
3: Thrilled to welcome former heavyweight champion of the world and British sporting icon. Frank Bruno. Frank, good morning. Good morning, morning sir. Good morning. How good morning. are you, Frank? Very, very good, sir. Got stuck in the traffic, but apart from that, well, you, very, you should good. have jogged it because you're training. Yeah. No, at I the did moment. try to but I didn't know which field it to go to. Uh, training for so,
4: half marathon?
3: Um the Virgin Half Marathon, I think at the end of the month do it for the Frank Bruno Foundation. Lovely. Raising money from people with mental health, and this is a challenge. Sometimes Lovely. in life you've got to keep a challenge. So the big one okay. at the weekend. You yeah. won't get out to Vegas, but um, oh, it well, should be... Uh, 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 make, some yeah. fight. I'd love to get your view on it. How do you see this fight, Frank? Um, I think when Tyson Fury fought him last time, he'd been out of the ring for three years, went on the fast lane. He's come back in the slow lane. He's got the rust out of his body. They put on more weight because the more heavier he is, the more better he is. His natural um, strength and he have been doing some strength training and his body looks very, very good. His mind looks good. And I think... He box him all night, but he just got to watch it. He's he's a puncher. Yeah. But I think you know, I mean, last time the I'm, I'm favouring Tyson Fury to win. Yeah, he's, he's, got so, to so, he's so he's so dangerous, isn't he? Who? Wilder, he's so dangerous. Yeah. I know he's got a massive right, but the left as well. So yeah, yeah, two he's, punches. He's, yeah, it's yeah, one nuclear. of them, Frank. You just got to concentrate every second. Yeah, yeah. But if you look at the last fight he fought, the guy from um, Louise. He took him seven rounds the way he's a boxing. Wilder caught him with the right hand, but Tyson Fury is much more fresher, much more skillful, much more younger, and much more better science boxer than him. And he can switch. And he used to be with Emmanuel Stewart years ago. So people are not taking that into consideration. He's no. a big lump. He's very, very confident. He's on his game. The rush is out of. He's yeah. very, very confident. He'll give him a run for his money. But all he's got to do Change is not get hit. Change your trainer, Frank. Is that a, Changing his trainer, is that a worry to you? Um, it's not a worry to me. You know what I mean? Dave, the, the young kid that he had before, you know what I mean? He got him off his feet. He stayed with him, got him in a good place. But when you get to a world title fight like this, you have to be on point and have the right sort of like people behind you and know what they're doing. It's a technical sort of like fight. Mm. Um, they put on weight. He's up in... Um, America probably in, the, the, in high altitude, and uh, he looks good to me, Tyson Fury. I wouldn't be surprised if he boxed his ears off. But as a, if you're gambling man, if you're betting man, one punch, mm. one punch could change it all. But I think he's a must. Be, uh, he looks about um, two stone heavier than his last time he was out, and he looks he looks fit. Yeah, and I think the way he pushed, I don't know, what, what suit he was, a pinky-perky suit or Donald Duck suit, what he had on last night when they clashed and yeah. they're pushing each other. While the push, Fury didn't move, but when, when Fury pushed him, he pushed him like a
2: ragdoll. How much is that real? Because obviously I'm, a, I'm quite a fair weather boxer fan. I love the big yeah. fights, all that kind of right. stuff like most people. But I love all the build-up, all the hype, all yeah. the kind of... They're slagging each other yeah. off and the selling of it. How much of that hatred is real and how much is It's very relevant? real.
3: If you're going into a boxing ring, it's like football. You're going to a match, you, you're competitive. Going in the boxing ring, someone's going to want to punch your head, head in or beat you up or do some damage to you to win. I try to put either a million pounds, two million pounds, 500 pounds, 1,000
0: pounds. It's a serious game kind of boxing. Time now to check in with Jim White and Natalie Sawyer. Tony Cascarino was their guest, as was Gabby agbon Lahore. Lots coming up in this next clip. And in fact, I'll tell you what happened. Actually, I won't. You know, I won't because I'll spoil it. Have a listen to this. Brilliant.
4: A lot of Villa fans on the TalkSport Twitter feed, Gabby, are saying, Mm. can't just tell us about the managers there because
0: some have been good and some have not been so good. They're not so good. Who would fall into that category? Are you prepared
5: to do it. Yeah, I, th- I think he's on his own, isn't he? Um, Remy Garde. He's at the, the top on his own. Remy Garde. Right yeah, yeah. I remember him. Mystery for what, you,
4: for what yeah, reason, Gab? From? Because obviously, you have certain managers that may be affection-wise. They, you know, yeah. that you feel like you're part of the team and you, you're going to start more often um, than not. Or is it just? Nah, everything? you know
5: what? It wasn't even to do with myself. It was to do with like the whole squad in general. I think if you asked any player in that whole squad would say exactly the same as me. I think, um, I actually remember when um, Sherwood got sacked and a few of the older players and myself, we actually like begged and said to the um, chief executive, can you give the job to Kevin Mm MacDonald, who was the um, reserve team manager at the time, because we just thought at that time we needed an English um, old school sort of manager who can get the best out of the players. But, because we had so many French players at the time, I think they thought, let's get a French manager who might be able to get the best out of the French players. So when Gardi come in, it was a bit... It was arrogance, but in, in a bad way where even in training, for instance, if we were doing a a training session and it, um, he would be watch, watching on the side with his um, his arms folded like that, mm. shaking his head. And the older players in the squad were looking at thinking like, come over and... Yeah. Tell the players, yeah. oh, so I'm doing it right. So he wouldn't be saying what's what he didn't like. Do you know what I mean? But he's right. like, he's holding it inside and not right. coming over and saying, "Oh, this isn't good enough. You're not pressing him. You're not doing this. You're not doing that." He was sort of standing on the side and sulking, mm. shaking his head, looking away, throwing his arms up. And I'm looking over, thinking, "Come over and tell the squad yeah. what's not. Know what I mean, what's not right with the session?" And so all you can read is his body language yeah. and which then, is negative. And then the session finishes and he walks in and it's like, never got involved in the sessions. Um even on game days, if you watched um games, he'd just sit on the um dugout and not even come out and say if something's going wrong. He'd just be shaking his head on the dugout, basically thinking, Wow, they're all rubbish. But come and tell us and try and help the players of mm-hmm. like, you know what, you drop into here, it's not working this formation, none of that. It was so like and you wanted it to be like a, a an army base. It was like you weren't allowed to laugh or smile. I remember one um, day, um, Jack come and told me, he said, um, Remy Garda just told me off for um, smiling. <laughs> I was like, what? Huh? <laughs> he was like, yeah, he says, Jack walked down um, the corridor and he said to him, why are you laughing so much? Why, why are you so happy? Jack who? Jack? Greenish. Grealish. Yeah, he said to him, why are you so happy? And like, was, in my head, I'm thinking, you want to be happy at work? Next up, drive time with Adrian Durham, the ginger fellow in shows, and Darren
0: Goff. Now, it may surprise some people what these two are saying next, and some people will be slightly nervous, slightly apprehensive about what comes out of Durham's mouth and what Goffey was saying, but I found it quite interesting. So, have a listen, make your own mind up.
2: I think when you see and there's a Premier League season where Newcastle get beat five at Leicester and Southampton lose nine at home to, to Leicester as well and uh, Watford were beating eight, uh, weren't they, in the, in the Premier League by Man City. When those kind of results happen and you're a manager of a team that is capable of being hammered like that, with, excuse the pun, then you do get worried and you do want to be organised. And you, what, what he was trying to do in that press conference by saying, I thought we were organised, is putting his hand up and saying, listen, I can organise a team. I have got qualities. These players aren't good enough. That's what he's trying to do. But they need to stay up, and he said it himself. They need to win games to stay up. They didn't even try and win that game last night. If I was a West Ham fan, I'd be very worried. Darren is a hammer. How are you doing, Darren?
4: Well, uh, not great at the moment, mate. To be honest, <laughs> I mean that was just a complete embarrassment last night. As soon as the lineup was announced, everyone knew what was going to happen. I mean, we're not in a position at the moment where we can be throwing games. You know, we have got to play our best team, regardless of the opposition. It's now going to be exactly the same against Liverpool. I mean, for what David Moyes has done so far, we might as well have kept Pellegrini. And everyone wanted Pellegrini gone. But, I mean, this at the moment is just awful. I mean, me personally, I would get rid of Moyes now. I mean, we're a laughing stock already. So, I would get rid of him now. I would get Allardyce in. You've got Allardyce and Nolan working together. Because Moyes, Moyes is just a joke.
0: Now, a reminder of course, Talks, but I've got live and exclusive national radio commentary of Deontay Wilder against Tyson Fury 2 this Sunday morning. Around right about half 3 4, half 4 5, whenever the boxers decide to walk in and they have all those robes on them. Deontay Wilder's got that stupid mask on sometimes, they wear a massive hairpiece, and it just gets beyond a joke. It's like a pantomime, it really. I mean, you could take the kids to the first hour and a half of that fight, nothing ever happens slowly. Anyway. It's such a big fight. There was loads happening. We had Adam Catchway in Vegas. He was interviewing all the boxers and promoters and people connected to the fight. This is just a flavor of everything I've said and a little bit more or a little bit less because I've not really heard it yet. We're going up again now. This game's, a,
4: this game's about levels, and we're just we're just cranking it slowly but surely towards Fight Night. Uh, David Hay, as I mentioned, has joined us. Former heavyweight champion of the world and former cruiserweight champion of the world as well. Glem McCrory is part of our commentary team at the weekend. He sat alongside me, gentlemen. Welcome. How are you, David? Not bad. All's good. I like I'm, I'm really, really excited. Got into Vegas. Everyone's talking about it. All yeah. the posters. When you're driving through Vegas, you see Fury. You see Wilder everywhere. Yeah it's fight week and we can feel it david you've been
2: here you've been in some huge occasions yourself you and i have been here for a lot of fights when you're not fighting you come in for the big ones it's second home to you las vegas or maybe the third home after miami (laughs) this week has a feel as big as any i've ever been to and when you come in you and glenn have come into this on a thursday morning It's absolutely buzzing in this place. And it's been burning right since Monday evening when Adam and I were wandering around here for the first
4: time. It's extraordinary. It's taken on a life of its own. It has. I think the the first fight is like a... It was so significant in the heavyweight division. Just seeing Tyson Fury getting up in that 12th round mm. like The Undertaker when everyone <laughs> thought it was all done. It was like a movie. And His eyes open up at 7. He sits up at 8. He gets to his knee at 9. He stands up at 10. Did he make beat the bell? Yes, he does. And he comes back and wins the round. People want to see that type of drama. They want to see... Two big men who are willing to put it on the line, and mm. once again, they both are. You know, so many times in the past, we've seen great fights, and then the fighters avoid each other for years to yeah. come until they're forced to do it years later. These both, of both these guys had you know, a couple fury had a couple of fights since Wilder's had one, and it's just like. They're they're primed and ready to go. The last fight against Otto Wallen, that Tyson Fury had had a big cut. He had some controversy there, the same way um, Luis Ortiz had a bit of controversy with Wilder as he was winning the first six, seven rounds up until he got knocked out. Mm. So both fighters have shown chinks in their armour just a little bit prior to this fight, which makes it all the more entertaining. But I think they're also, in in the intervening
2: 14 months... I think we're actually seeing the two of them more in their
4: prime now for this I couldn't, fight. I couldn't agree more. Both fighters seem to be peaking in yes. terms of they've. Ne- Wilder, and that's has, what's rare. Yeah, exactly. Up until the, four, the fight, up until um, their first fight, Wilder and Fury. Up until that fight, we thought we saw the best of Wilder. After that fight, we looked like he lost a fight on points. To be honest, it looked like he just got mm. he got nicked it. Yeah. Since that point. You know, the, the knockout of uh, Brazil, Dominic Brazil, one shot. The one shot against Luis Ortiz. His punch power seems to be, on paper, r- significantly better than it's ever been, ever. He's got more patience He's as well. waiting for the opportunity. He's before He, was, isn't he? he yeah. was trying to force the opportunity before, and he was missing it. Ooh. This time round, he just well, allows, to, allows to happen what's going to happen. If I'm to lose six the first seven rounds, so be it. I know. I just need to have one shot. Dangerous game to play. I wouldn't play that game, but He's that confident in his punch power that he can wait seven rounds losing the fight, meaning he needs a knockout in that fight. The moment someone's won seven rounds, it means you need a knockdown. Hi, I'm Danny Kelly, and you're listening to Talk Sport Daily.
0: And we finish, as we always do, with my show, The Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, with Jason Cundy and Gaza O'Neill. Of course, I wasn't in. I was off doing the old snooker shootout. But I did listen to the show live, even when I was live on telly. I, I said to my producer, no. I need to listen to it, so when I do the link for the podcast, I need to know what I'm talking about. And he went, fair play, Goldstein, have a listen. And I listened, and I've got to tell you what's coming up may surprise a few people.
4: Wolves running right late on. A hat for Jota. Wolves 4, Espanyol 0. That Wolves team is the best team I've ever seen at
1: Molineux. Outstanding. You in the hunt for the top four, Sam? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if you look at the games that we've lost, only Liverpool have lost less games, and they've been unbeaten all season. Yeah, Man City, um, I think Arsenal, Spurs, Man you know, Man United. And you got yeah, off to a slow did,
5: start as well, didn't you, Sam? You got, got off to a slow did, start yeah. in the league as well, yeah.
1: Been playing since July. Yeah, we've yeah with the Europa qualifiers as well. Um, all the amount, the, all the games that we've been playing on top of all the Premier League and FA Cup and whatnot. Mm. It's um, it's looking positive. It's looking positive.
2: Can you and your dad give us a little bit of high ho Wolverhampton for us just before you go? Hi ho Wolverhampton.
4: Hi-ho, Wolverhampton. We go I, I sing it, I, I sing the <laughs> sun is <laughs> Cheers, boys.
2: <laughs> right now, there's a top four finish in the hunt as well, isn't there? It's been. Could you imagine, Greg? You go back four years ago. I mean, you're in the third tier of English football not that long ago. When was that?
4: Six years ago today. We were playing away at Crawley Town. <laughs> <so> to, <laughs> How did you uh, get on, Greg? You did, you, four, did you win four four nil nil, at Crawley Town, Greg? in the Europa League. Um, th- yeah, I think we won one. Now, oh, that's okay. Oh, that's
5: all right then. Yeah, yeah.
2: If Man United are one of the favourites in this competition, mm. where does that put the Wolves? If, if you did uh, Manchester United further in the competition over two legs, you'd fancy chances, wouldn't you? I'd think if we got Man United in the quarter finals and we play at Molyneux, you know, the second yeah. leg, I'd fancy our chances. Yeah. I'd, fancy, I'd fancy Wolves yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right, you you got to look at who Doggeman, there's some good sides left yeah. in, you know, you got Ajax left in. Yeah. You know, they're That's a good con- side. Yeah, they are. You know, you've got to look at that, and it's only education. The guy on who was, you know, the guy previous to me, I've been going up there 40-odd years, and I never thought I'd see football like this at the Molynear while I was alive. Uh, Just speaking to a Wolves fan uh, early, Gaz, uh, saying that six years ago, today, Wolves were playing away at Crawley Town. He said, you think they won 1-0? Well, I've got some uh, Talksport breaking news here. Talksport breaking news. Matthew Howe has uh, tweeted me. He said, Tell Greg we lost at Crawley 2 1. Don't know where he got that from. We won. Talksport breaking news. We lost, he said. We lost, yeah, we Uh, lost. lost. Talksport breaking news. So he's not a real fan, is he? Greg, not a real fan. He's not a proper fan. He's turned up in the glory days. Back there six years ago, Matthew. (laughs) All right. (laughs) It's not really. Six years old. Six years old. Uh, Matthew was clearly a, um, a Wolves fan that went there. Lost 2-1 to Crawley. Talk sport, breaking news. <laughs> all right, no more now, right? That's enough. No, that's enough, OK? Go and stand near it now and turn the radio up a little bit, OK? Turn the radio up. Yeah. And I thought that I can get to it. OK. Right, turn it up so we can all hear it. Turn it up. Yeah. Turn it up. Turn the radio up. Okay, a little bit more. Turn it up so we can all hear it. A little bit more, Shawnee. Turn up. What's, do what's you want to? Turn it up a little bit more. I can hear you photo now. Oh, okay, Sean, I want you to have a conversation with yourself via the radio, you ready? So I'm I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna say anything. You are now gonna talk to yourself, right? Have a conversation now. Go, talk to yourself. Sean. Well, right, I'm, no, all right. you gotta talk, talk to yourself now. Start talking to yourself now. Right, well, well, the, well the computer. She she went using it. She went using
1: it. Oh, 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 this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that was unbelievable. Ah, oh, he dropped an F bomb. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But that's it for another podcast. If you think I a reminder, you can download it from ACAST, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And we've got lots of live football over the weekend. So pin back your lug holes because tonight at 7.45, live on TalkSport 2 is Derby against Fulham. Then game day starts on Saturday at half past 12. A massive, huge game of football, possibly the biggest of the weekend. From the bridge, it's Chelsea against Spurs, live and exclusive on TalkSport. Then straight after that, 3pm, it's Southampton against Aston Villa. Of course, a Premier League game live on TalkSport 2. And then at half past five, it's Leicester. What game this is as well, against Manchester City. That is live and exclusive on TalkSport. So make sure you listen to all of those and more. Thanks for listening. I think I've got away with that. No one's texted me yet to say otherwise. And uh, if you've got my number, feel free not to text me and go, Oi, Goldstein, what are you playing at? That was a load of rubbish. Just generic links. You haven't listened to this at all. And of course, if you're listening to this and you work for TalkSport and you're above me like you're a big cheese, then uh, everything I've said was just a joke. (laughs) I'm only playing. Anyway, have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe.
2: That was a podcast from TalkSport.
1: The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces? Tight corners are odd shapes? Flat, rounded, textured or tall?